Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like, Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. <laughs> hey, happy Thursday, everybody. Danny and Dusty with you. Thanks for sharing this glorious day with us. Hmm. Um, it's our la- the, uh, warning this is the last show where we will all be together for the year. Last one. Mm. Last one. Tomorrow is a scheduled day off for the Odyssey company. Scheduled day of, scheduled day of rest. It's maintenance. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a maintenance day. Maintenance, maintenance day. day. Maintenance day. But uh, this is the last day where all of us will be together. So uh, if you get the vibes that today is last day of school and uh, we're just going to run a movie... You would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Not intentionally, though. Not intentionally, Speaking though. Speaking of movies. Yeah? What's your best, worst, not Christmas movie, Christmas movie? Boy, you are really going to have to explain what that means to me. My best, worst. Yeah, my head hurts. Uh-huh. Not Christmas <laughs> well, movie, we know, we, Christmas we movie. Elf is a Christmas movie, but Die yeah. Hard is it a Christmas movie. Yes. yes. Okay. What's the best, worst not Christmas movie, Christmas movie. Gremlins. Okay. Wow. That's solid. I, I That's don't know. I don't know where that came from, yeah. but yeah. I believe it. it. Gremlins is the best, worst, cri- not cri- not Christmas, Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gremlins. That's what I'm going mm-hmm. with right there. I like it. I like I'm it. going Gremlins just right off the top of the noggin. I'm open to anything else because uh, Die Hard is not a best, worst. It's, it's just the best, the best movie. The best. Yes. Yes. It's just the best movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mother go ahead, truck, Mother Trucker. Oh, 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 oh. Do we need oh. to go back to the tape on that? No, the we first don't. One? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Gremlins is what I'm going with. Mm. Uh, what do you got? I got Batman Returns. Oh, okay. I guess it is. It is snowy out, isn't it's it? Snowy out. Yeah, the penguin. That with, That's the penguin. Yeah, yeah. Old Danny DeVito, Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Old, uh, what Oswald Cobblepot? Yeah. Uh. 
that be the penguin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that takes place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're. I, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here for it. Yep. Sure. We'll go with that one, Russ. Uh, Russ, what do you got? Uh, man, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. No. Me Nightmare either. Turns. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of just some other random movie that takes place during Christmas, but isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That, Die, Die Hard 2. You caught me off guard. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, probably, even even with the newer ones, might be the worst of the Die Hard movies. Die Hard 2? Yes. Okay. Wow. It's not, it is not great, because they just tried to do same thing. Yeah. <laughs> they went same seats on it, and just like, yeah, let's uh, grab that money. Yeah. Uh, what, about, what about Trading Places? Which is funny, because it also has John Amos, which is from, who is from, uh, uh, um, Coming to America with the McDowells, so mm. yeah, one ripoff after another. That's right? true. <laughs> okay, what did you just say? Trading Places. No, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's that just a great, great movie. movie. Okay. That's a great movie. Like Die Hard and um, Trading Places; those are just like g- classic great movies. Gremlins is like, this is not the great movie, but it's a Christmas movie. We just watched it again the other day, and I forgot exactly how like graphic and violent it is. Yeah. 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 It really makes you wonder because. <laughs> oh, the microwave? <laughs> I watched that as a kid. That's only one of them. There's a good, there's another good, probably half dozen or so moments in that movie where you're like, wow, I forgot about that. You know, the, the ratings boards used to be a lot looser, I think, with yeah. with certain things. Never, never, never the boobs. Never, mm. the, there have always been, always been a bunch of prudes about that, but they yes. let a lot of the, a lot of the violence yeah. go. Particularly and, during the eighties, and some just flippant swear words. Like, I had one of my buddies text me the other day in our group chat. He's like, uh, "Turns out, been watching the censored version of Christmas Vacation a lot, and <laughs> watch the uncensored with the kids." And that's the only one we watch in our home. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny Bleepin K. I uh-huh. I ha- there's a lot of times where we're like, "Don't repeat that." That's not appropriate. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't do that. European That's vacation not okay. will get you in significantly more trouble on that end. <laughs> European vacation is fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big Ben. Well, <laughs> look, kids. kids, Big Ben. Parliament. Um, but Christmas vacation, it's got a lot of swear words. It's got, mm-hmm. it's not even innuendo. It's just right in your face, yeah. uh, you know, graphic descriptions. And I remember watching the uncensored version when I was a kid, going to, Hollywood video or yeah. the West Union grocery store and getting that movie and taking it home and putting it in the VCR. I don't remember like any of those bad parts. I remember like the sledding part. I remember the, uh, we had one of those, I don't even know what they are, where the candles like heat up the flame and it, it kind of has like a little windmill. Yes. Oh, yeah. It falls apart, you know, like he touches it and it just yep. falls, falls apart when yeah. he's getting his eggnog and yep. his. We had one of those when I was a kid too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't like. I haven't it. seen one of those since I, I was a kid. I no. always remember, even as a kid, crappers full. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the one. My, my parents looked at me like, <sighs> yeah. That, but that is one where you go, hey, don't repeat that. But <laughs> yeah, anything because anything that comes out of cousin Ed, cousin Eddie's mouth. You serious, Clark? <laughs> Save the neck for me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, get, can you get me a little money? I want to get you something real nice. <laughs> uh, little squirrel moment. It's, the, it's uh, a fantastic, but it, hold on, really quick. Yeah. In all of those moments, you do have to give that disclaimer of, hey, don't repeat that. 
after you get done laughing, of course. Yes. Be, and that is, I don't remember any of these things. Like Gremlins, that movie is aggressive. Yeah. I, re- I, I remember laughing at it mm-hmm. and thinking it was like a funny movie when I was a kid. Yeah. You watch it now, you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, what is going on? And so I, as a parent now, I'm like, yeah, they can watch it. My wife's yeah. like, you no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, of course. And then she always throws at me because that's a great kid. It was the one movie that movie. I even remember at the time being like, this is too much. Is my dad's football players? I'll never forget in Spokane, Washington. Mm. We were at a, a hotel as they were getting ready to play Whitworth the night before, and on HBO, Silence of the Lambs was on, and oh, I was eight years old, no. and I watched the whole thing, and I remember going. I don't think I'm ready for this. Mm. And I watched the whole thing. And you got the little... Stop. Uh, <laughs> don't make but me do it. because of that movie, my wife's like, oh, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, it's Gremlins. It's different. You're not, we're not filleting anybody in a cell. Yeah, it's funny how those early, like, late 70s and early 80s movies, how many of them just got lumped automatically into a PG rating? Like Gremlins, yeah. Uh, like, Jaws is rated PG. Yeah. You're like, what? That's what I'm saying. Like Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, yeah. where, the, where the guy literally reaches in out. and pulls a heart out. That's yeah. rated PG. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a period during the 80s where they're just like, yeah. meh. Yeah, exactly. Well, in 90s too, because like this text on the Vancouver Four text line 503-864-6326. What about Rookie of the Year? Funky butt loving being allowed. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like. There's, there's that's no just a, there. That's just a weird thing to say, mm. especially coming from your doctor after you punch him in the face. <laughs> but funky butt loving was something that me and my idiot friends, we oh, all yeah. just said no, funky butt on. loving. It was right up there with I'll Be Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun is PG. I well, mean, there's multiple love scenes in that. Yeah, but there's no, there's no, like, you know, it's not risque. It's not, there's no nudity. Yeah. yeah. We should go back to those times. Yeah. Mm. Oh, by the way, back to the squirrel moment. Yep. Aunt Bethany in in uh, Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. the original voice of Betty Boop. Really, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now that you say that, yeah, yeah. she was the OG Betty Boop. That tracks. Yeah, that was a squirrel moment. Yeah. But that, yeah. that's a good piece of knowledge, right? That n- nobody's better for, but we all needed it. Oh no, we're all better for that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Damn you! All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, it is our Thursday show. We will have our picks coming up at two o'clock. Um, since it is our final show before uh, the holiday season, uh, I believe that today is a day that we need to celebrate the holiday. Festivus is on Saturday. Mm. The airing of grievances. I believe that uh, we should have a sports airing of grievances today on the show. Mm-hmm. And you can text us at 503-864-6326, Vancouver Ford Text Line. You can comment on the YouTube stream, youtube.com slash, or youtube.com slash 1080am, the fan. Your sports grievances. Let's get it all out there, folks. We'll allow for the airing of sports grievances today. So it, it will be one heck of a day in that regard. Um, we'll ha- also have sports, too. Mm. Got big weekend in the NFL. Mm. Uh, since it is our last show all together before the new year, we'll talk a little college football playoff. We got a big weekend in the NFL. The Blazers are favored again. The Second time this year. Pucker factor is, Woo, is real doggy. because they lost outright. The last they time. played horribly against the Utah Jazz. Can't do it. Can't have that repeat performance. So we got a lot that we got to get to. Um, but before we do any of that, there's a couple of boxes sitting Jeff, on the table. In Jeff there. Rust mm. um, did not wrap this. No, no, no. But no, no, no. Uh, for those watching on the YouTube stream, mm. 
he has requested that we open these boxes as I don't know what is in here. I got you guys alcohol. You did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I know my audience. Right. Um, <laughs> but we, the, we, we have boxes here yeah. that you want us little to open. Sp- little spoiler, I know my audience as well. Ah. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, go ahead. Open her up. All right, here yeah, we go. Okay. Oh, look at this! Oh, it's it's Ooh, a it's booze. It's, it's booze. It's booze. It's a little sampler. They, yeah, it's yeah. A little, uh, it's a little like old, a. I got little, old fashioned yes, kit here. Old fashioned kit. Old fashioned yeah. kit. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's very thoughtful. Couple of, awesome. You got a, you got a, a little maker's mark. You got some bullet bourbon. Yeah. Some bitters. A some couple bitters. sugar cubes. Some maraschino little, cherries. Little fresh look at orange. This, yeah. Little orange. Little Satsuma orange. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas. We do know each other very well. Right. Alcohol all around, huh? Yes. Alcohol all around. Thank you, Rust. Uh, so this should aid the show quite nicely today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the text Come line back here, some, extra long break. Somebody says, "Fun Gremlins fact: It was the first film to be given the PG-13 rating." Not true. Oh, not oh true. Oh boy, here we go. Gremlins was one of the movies that was the impetus to create the PG, uh, the PG-13 rating. I believe the first one released in theaters uh, to actually carry the PG-13 rating was Red Dawn. But Hell yeah! But basically, Gremlins, Gremlins, and uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom were pretty much the impetus for the PG thirteen rating. I am. Turns out, here. having somebody's heart in front of their face was like you know yeah. maybe traumatizing for some kids. Yes. Yeah. I remember watching that when I was like seven. What mo- uh, Temple I'm- of Doom? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Temple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and the uh, the monkey brains. Why thirteen? Yes. PG thirteen. Yeah. Why? Well, why were they like? You know the what? First teenage years. Because well, they're like, yeah, 13, you know, you're in yeah. twelve to thirteen. You're in you're in junior high. You get out know? of those tween years, and yeah. you're like, yeah, middle schoolers need this. Middle schoolers need to be able to fight off the Cubans and the Russians if they yeah. invade Colorado. That's where they'd come from. I still say from every time inside. I drive by old uh, uh, West Union Elementary School and that and that the, uh, the field back there, for some reason that field it makes me think of the opening scene in Red Dawn every time. Well, yeah, because it looks like it in yeah. West Union is the Wolverines. They're the West Union Wolverines. Oh, no that, that was our mascot. I did not know that. I went to West Union Elementary School. That I knew. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. I went there and uh, it does. you get those vibes because you got the forest right behind it. Right. And then you just have a big farm field. Yeah. You they, got the classroom windows looking out over the big field. And, yeah. 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 You got the big outdoor area, like the baseball fields. I got four baseball fields out there and then there's like woods back behind it. Mm-hmm. There's a dairy farm to the right, which yep. it is is weird. This is gonna be very weird, <laughs> but that dairy farm, it was every morning recess the wind would come from the dairy farm over. Ooh, so now cow mm. poop is like a comforting <laughs> smell to me. Well, then may I re- like it, it is? It may is, I recommend Newburgh, Oregon? Yeah. as uh, every morning when the wind picks up. Yeah. I smell the pastures yeah. that are on the other side of the river. Yeah, coming from St. Paul. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yes, you get that. But Tillamook is too much. Oh, way it's too much. It's way too much of that smell. That's yes. uh, but, Tillamook, Stockton, California is the same because it's just yeah. miles well, of cows. And if you're ever on the coast, and I've dead bodies and lots stuff. of times Ooh. when it gets warm That's, here in mm. the summertime, sometimes it's due to the east winds coming yeah. through the gorge and whatnot, so we'll head down to the coast. But when you get down to the coast, like at Manzanita and yeah. such, those same east winds are carrying all of that farmland air towards the ocean and right over the beach. And, yeah, so then Manzanita all of a sudden sudden smells like cow poop. Nice. Um, Also, there's a big field. Like, it's fields for miles. Yes. If you look to the left at uh, at, uh, old West Union Elementary, one last quick story of my elementary days. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends, RJ, we were in elementary school and goes, I'm going home. We were, like, at recess. 
He's like, I'm going home. We're like in fourth grade. I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> and this little MFer just took <laughs> off running <laughs> through the field. And he, he was gone. <laughs> he made it home. <laughs> little fourth cup. I mean, he just went. He had the school record for the mile, and you could see why. <laughs> this little dude just took off, and he was just, I was like, he where's was he going? running. That recess aide had no idea where he went. <laughs> and it was like, it was back in the day where it was like, now it'd be like, school's on lockdown. Oh, yeah. No, nobody leaving. No, it was just like, yeah, we're going to have to call his parents because yeah. we know where he went. Yeah. It was like, back then, it was like, oh, not much we can do. But he was just like running through fields. <laughs> Just for as, as long as you could imagine. Yeah. It was probably like two miles. That kid just ran through nothing but farmland. Which for a kid might as well be 20 miles. Yeah, which, yeah, just a lot of steps for a little mm-hmm. fourth grader. That was... Uh, Short little legs. That was one of the great things about growing up in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you know, you get those little... You get those... <laughs> he's just going to... go. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He's running. There he goes. He's not going to come back for a couple days because he got suspended. You could stay at home. And that was the other thing. They suspended him. And it's like a, uh, so you're just going to let him stay at home? All right. I think that was the goal. I don't think that went bad for him at all. It's kind of exactly what he wanted to do. Pretty much. All right. Um, We've got the airing of grievances coming in now on the Vancouver Ford Tech sign. Make sure you send them our way, 503-864-6326. We'll get to those at the top of next hour. Does that sound good to everybody? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll do that top of next hour. Uh, Coming up next, though, uh, let's unpack what wrapped up with National Signing Day and and what is to come because two schools that were formerly of the Pac-12 Catching a little heat for their recruiting classes. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dusty on the 
All right, the early signing period opened up yesterday around college football. Big day for a lot of football programs. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Georgia, really good at recruiting. No way. Number one class. Uh, Alabama, really good at recruiting. Mm. Yeah. Imagine that. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Um, and Miami with their transfer portal guys, they jump up to number three. But you got Ooh. Texas, Miami, Oregon, uh, Ohio State, all the the who's who's of, of the recruiters. And Oregon had a really big day yesterday. And um, by all accounts, there's more coming. A lot of folks, including the 24-7 crystal ball, think Jericho Johnson, four-star defensive lineman out of California, will commit to Oregon today. Oh. Uh, six o'clock. And there could be more. I mean, they, these recruiting classes are enormous. Oregon's up to 30 right now. That's Miami's a monster at class. 31. Good God. But that's if you include the transfers as well. Oh, okay. And all of this is to tell you that there will be even more movement because you still have got to have a ro- roster within the limits of the NCAA. You you can have as big of any class as you want, but we're seeing now with the transfer portal, a lot of guys are going to be leaving as as this thing goes on. And this is just the beginning of how rosters are going to be constructed. There are two teams, though, in particular that are are taking a little bit of heat uh, formerly from the Pac-12. And this is interesting because it, it shouldn't be this way based on performance of one program in words of the other. Um, both Colorado and Washington getting heavy criticism for their recruiting classes. Uh, one, Colorado... I don't know if you saw how many guys that they got actually out of high school, mm. but their class is very, very, very small right now. Uh, they only signed yesterday six players from high school. Now, the the value of those players is very high. They got one five-star, three four-star recruits, mm. but only signing six is... A not a good look for Deion no, Sanders. No, they're not even rated the as the highest school in their own state, Colorado State, coming in at sixty. <clears throat> yeah, they were, I believe, 90, 98th. 90th, 98th, 98th. Yep, 98th in the country. And this is a, a coach in Deion Sanders that said, "We're bringing Louie." Right now, on the flip side of that, all Colorado fans, and they're getting very defensive over this, is they're saying, "Hey." Listen to what Dion says, though, because he's going to build this team out of the portal. And if you look at, they already have 16 guys coming out of the portal, and yes. their overall recruiting class is far better than what they got from their high school um, signing class. But there is this reality of college football that you cannot just exclusively sign out of the transfer portal mm-hmm. because why are they guys leaving their previous school to enter the transfer portal? It's not because things are going great. Because they want to play. They want to play. They want to get on the field. So if you're only signing six guys out of high school, you have to have a base of development in any football program. Like, that is that is mandatory. That is necessary. And I think what a lot of folks are saying is that the way that Dion is approaching this is he's just going to go and hire guns every year. Well, if you have everybody who is wanting to play and wanting to play immediately, how, how do you build a program in that way? How do you build that culture in that way? And I think that that's a very valid uh, discussion to have and an argument to have is that you've got to be able to sign more than six guys out of high school to try and grow and develop them because your continuity moving forward. And look, if the results continue to be like they were in year one, where they went four and eight, mm-hmm. 
These guys are no longer going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go on and go and play for Dion now. Heck, Jordan Seaton, their number one recruit that mm-hmm. still is not signed not with signed them. Not signed yet. He's, he's one of the top recruits of the country. And he is the he is the only five star that they have mm-hmm. right now. And he's not even signed to them. There's a belief he's going to Maryland now. He's going to mm-hmm. go be going back home and going to play at Maryland. So then you're only having a five man recruiting class. Look, I I am not quite as staunchly against the the transfer portal. I think as you are as far as team building, but where I think we agree is I think it's a good way for a coach to come in. Mm-hmm. That's what you can use it for because you can get more of the idea of guys that you want. If you if you're changing systems, changing styles, you can look at the transfer portal. Like, hey, I want to play faster. Let's go this way. I want to play a little bit bigger. Let's go this way. Sure. Are they the exact guys that we want? No. We're going to recruit those guys, but these are our immediate, not massive impact guys, but this allows us to be a little bit more in line stylistically. No doubt And I think that it. accelerates the transfer as opposed to having to wait three years to get your recruiting class all the way through. But you can't use it as the basis for everything. That, and that's what it, seemingly Colorado yeah. was doing. And right there, that is one where you go... This is going to be a really interesting experiment mm-hmm. because, like, you look at it and you say, "All right, they've they're getting some of those guys through the portal. They're also losing some of those guys through the portal too. Like, you know, they thought that they had Seaton, they thought that they had Bedford. They want to retool that offensive line. They lose two of their starters who are now going to Oregon State, coincidentally, um, but to play on the offensive line, you've got to be able to build and grow your own talent as a college program." That is, and look, Dion comes from the world of the NFL. That's what you do in the NFL too, right? That's how you evaluate your draft and where you take guys in the first round. You're taking a guy who you want to be a contributor and a a starter in year one. You go in the second round draft. Your second round of the draft. You're going. All right, he could be a starter, but we want a guy who can be a contributor and can fill a, mm-hmm. a position of need for us. And then your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round picks, those are all guys that, all right, we're going to lean on our development and we're going to try to develop this guy. That is how like you should be going through the, yeah. the way that you build through the transfer portal is your essentially your first round or you get a five-star guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then Look, you, you, you got to build and develop guys hits, down the road. Yeah, if one of those dudes, like, if you get a, like, the Ducks getting Birch in the transfer portal, you, you, yes. when that opportunity, or hell, Bo Nix, like, when a guy comes up that you're like, that's a, that's a guy for us. That's that's 100% a dude for us. That's who we want. Like, we don't have to wait. Like, let's just go get him. Yeah. Like, and then there's probably 25, 30 of those in the country mm-hmm. on a given year. Yeah. Like, you just, like, a, a dude at, Whatever position, and I'm not. I think it's really you have to discount quarterbacks. If you take about talk about the non-quarterback positions, there's 25 schools that are going to be chasing those guys. So you can't base your entire plan around that guy. Mm-hmm. And again, I, the idea of backfilling, I think that's 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 interesting, but they, they just can't be the foundation. The other school that is catching. A lot of heat because it's just confusing uh, to see is Washington, the number two seed in the college football playoff. They are there. You cannot ride a bigger wave of momentum, having the nation's longest winning streak, being in the playoff, winning the conference championship, heading into the Big Ten than what Washington is. And 
right now the Huskies currently have 16 recruits um, to their class this year, and they rank 36th uh, coming out of signing day. Is that good? Nationally. That would be the lowest of, I, I think, any team that's participated in the college football playoff um, for, for their signing class. And it is, it's again, it's a low year. number. It's 16. It is. It is. But if you look at Washington after they played in the playoff in 2016, they were a top 20 recruiting class uh, the following year. If you look at Oregon, which was not a top recruiter coming out, they were 16th after they played in the college football playoff in in 2014. I think you would have to look probably last year's recruiting class for TCU um, to be one that was comparable, but they were 21st last year with their with their recruiting class after they made the college football playoff. It is it is very low and it's kind of head scratching to see a team who is as well coached and riding that wave of momentum to see them that far down on on the recruiting rankings. Now, if you add in their transfers and what the transfer portal means to UW, okay, they their class jumps from thirty eight up to 29 and they're filling that gap. Michael Penix Jr. leaving with uh, Will Howard, the quarterback out of Mississippi State coming in. That is good. And here's the thing that I think we have two big differences is, one, you have Deion Sanders, and I think the reason why Colorado is taking so much heat is because of what he said he was going to do with this program, right? He he, he told everybody, I'm bringing Louie. With Kalen DeBoer, the one thing that everybody said was, all right, can Kalen DeBoer recruit at the level to maintain the level of talent that he has at UW? Because... You can look at UW and you can say he did bring in Michael Penix Jr. That is very true. But you look at that receiving core. I think everybody, you have to go down to their fourth leading receiver is a guy that was recruited. He was a transfer portal guy in Jeremy Bernard who they recruited and they brought in at at UW. Mm -hmm. Their fourth leading receiver. And so it is, they've got a ton of talent right now. But can they keep bringing that level of talent in and continuing to develop them? There is no question in the world that Kalen DeBoer, with the guys that he has, like I wouldn't be worried about the star level of the guys at UW right now because he's a developer of talent. Yeah, and Kalen DeBoer is. He, he's the Jonathan Smith at the larger footprint university. But a thirteen and zero team mm-hmm. was a lot of highly touted recruits that. W- are able to be developed yeah. in the last two years under Kalen DeBoer and his staff. And even though UW has struggled through, you know, the pre-DeBoer years, kind of up and down, uh, obviously the the post-Peterson, Jimmy Lake era, they still recruited the living hell of that defensive backfield. Yes, they did. And they, they landed dudes, and they they became the West Coast version of DBU, Yep, and they pumped guys out to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of say what you want about classes and this and that, like, even when they were kind of, eh, they put NFL dudes in there. So I think they've got to find that 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 space. And this is, you know, the local criticism of the of the Beavers over the years was that yes, Jonathan Smith was a developer of talent and you know, diamond in the rough. Now Michigan State is going to find out. Like Jonathan Smith, while he's a great developer, his blind spot is probably that as of a recruiter. It's not yeah. that he's a bad recruiter. It's just like I don't think it's. It's, it's not Dan Lanning. It's, it's opening not, those doors yeah, and continuing that exactly. line of communication. And if you heard Dan Lanning talk last night in his press availability. Before he got back on the phone. About how they were able to flip the two receivers. It was, 
just build it was it's about relationship building and then continuing that conversation and continuing growing that conversation and for everybody that will say that oh you just throw the bag at guys no no you've got to get in first and because everybody can throw the bag at them right it is and that is the truth that is the truth everybody like, has money washington can throw a bag yes, at players washington has a dumb amount of money alabama georgia mm-hmm. texas tennessee Florida, Florida State, Miami, Oregon, USC, mm-hmm. Ohio State, There's 25 Michigan. schools that we, we, we went through the amount of money these schools have a couple weeks ago. It's it's insane. Texas A&M, LSU, like Notre Dame. We've just listed 15 yeah. schools right there that you can, you can sit there and you can say they have the money to throw at NIL, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just about the money aspect of it. Does it help? Hell yeah, it helps. Yeah. And it, does it sway a guy or two? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. But but it can't be the basis for what you build your class around. Is we have more money. It absolutely, absolutely, it is. And getting in those homes, getting with those guys early, and building those relationships—that is the most important thing about recruiting. And look, there's no doubt that Dion can do it at Colorado because he's the most charismatic guy in the world. But it's interesting to see his approaches. Nah, screw it. We'll take we'll take the guys that are unhappy at a spot that they were at before. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to commit to right now. It's six commits to their program. Five have signed in their, their prize prospect that that 98th rating could plummet. If Jordan Seaton signs with Maryland, think of that. Think of how far they fall. If they're 98th right now, good Lord. Yeah. They, they fall if they lose their, their top recruit of six guys, that thing yeah, goes way down like one thirty. Whereas Kalen DeBoer, I I have a lot more faith in Washington being able to grow and develop, but the thing that I caution is, will they be at the level and the caliber of player that they've developed over the last two years that they're going to be bringing in in the future? And that's going to be a fascinating thing to see because his staff can develop talent. Those guys can coach football. They are absolutely a, a they are a mind deaf when you're trying to game plan for them. Gosh, it's really hard not to swear when I'm sitting there and I'm talking about how hard it is to game plan for football. When you get a when you get a staff that is as good as they are, man, they need, if they get their hooks into good players, you see what you're seeing right now, which is 13 and 0, which is the longest winning streak in college football dating back to last season. They are that's a special staff. Can they get the dudes though that make a special season like they have right now? That's going to be the question yeah. moving forward. 503-864-6326. Got some of your uh, feedback coming in on the – did I say Will Howard? I, I meant Will Rogers, the quarterback of uh, from Mississippi State. Yeah. I said Will Howard. meant Will Rogers. Mm. Um, we'll get some of your feedback on this coming up next. Danny Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. I mean, this honestly, she's a horrible person, but this is honestly one of my favorite Christmas songs. And Mariah Carey in Christmas music, she's amazing. She is she's also, amazing. Also, I'd risk it all. I don't think you're the only one. <laughs> I remember I was watching MTV Cribs. <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. Uh, who's the... Ver- she she was one of the earliest, like, I don't care, like... She 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 could be like a, a genocidal ruler and still yeah, I remember the Richard Branson MTV Cribs where he had an island, like in he, an His island own in the island. Caribbean yeah, and they were doing like the MTV Cribs and they, like they go out to like this pool area and it's like oh look who's here just Mariah Carey was just by the pool it's like oh that'd be nice nice yeah. <laughs> Forget the island. I want that. <laughs> just like on, on Richard Branson's just island in the middle of the Caribbean. Oh, hey. Turns Ryan out, Carey's here. Turns out owning Virgin Records has its perks. Goodness gracious. Um, love Mariah Carey. Your feedback, 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online, VancouverFord.com. Um, the... This uh, this text, and this is very true, it says, Word is UW isn't big, big on throwing crazy money at unproven high school kids and are using their significant NIL money to retain their current players and to grab kids from the portal. So far, it's hard to argue with the results of the strategy as they didn't lose a single draft-eligible player last year. That is true. But here is where you go down and you say, all right, who brought those guys in that they use that NIL money to retain? It was not this staff. It was a staff that was recruiting at a higher level, right? And so not and it is you don't argue with the results of what they have right now, but last year is far different than what they're going to be having moving forward as you get further and further away. And if you have the 39th best recruiting class and you're then going to be move, saying, "Hey, with these guys, if those guys aren't developing and they aren't the players of the caliber of the guys that they brought in, as high school seniors five years ago mm-hmm. or four years ago, right? Then you're sitting there, you're going, you're throwing money at guys that came in at a step lower than the guys prior to them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The other staff recruited at a higher level. So yes, the strategy did make sense this year. And it was to get to bring everybody back for one last run. That's what every college football fan dreams of. And they were able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was on the same page and they were like nope we're gonna run it back one more time we it, whether it's trice or a dunze or Penix, like they got everybody to come back and you have to wonder how much that actually cost because the, the the rumors are coming out now that uh sam hartman cost notre dame two million dollars and he's not even playing in the bowl game yeah so what does it cost to bring back Penix? And Adunze and McMillan. Well, yeah, but desperation also. Oh, no, no, is, I'm, is a, I'm just is wondering, like when you talk about, oh, well, UW is spending money. It's like, well, yeah, they probably spent a lot of money bringing those guys back. <laughs> yep. And we got a text here that says uh, we talked about this yesterday. Funny thing is, all three of the Washington superstar wide receivers were recruited by Oregon's wide receiver coach. Yeah, Junior Adams. He's he is really a, good at what he does. He is a pit bull recruiter. Yes. See, flipping two more receivers, wide receivers yesterday. Yeah. One from SC, one from Ohio State. Uh, and the Washington fans, when Adams came to Oregon, was like, "Yeah, but he can't develop this. Can't develop those guys." 
I think Troy Franklin got a lot better over two years <laughs> with Junior Adams. Not too shabby. <laughs> you know, like I, I think uh, that you can kind of point to that and say, yeah, he did a pretty good job there. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could say, well, he's just talented. Yeah. Uh, sure. You, there's plenty. Of, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, a, a lot of guys are really stinking talented. And don't make it. Yeah. Um, but this is recruiting matters. It's your lifeblood yeah. of your program. And I think what we need to start doing is reassessing kind of how we evaluate recruiting classes because of the transfer portal and what it can mean, because it still is recruiting. You're still, whether you are recruiting a player straight out of high school or you're recruiting a guy from another program, you're still selling the same thing, which is mm-hmm. your program and how you can make them better. Right. And that's the crazy part about like you see these coaches that are so good X's and O's wise. Chip Kelly is a great example of this, right? Who just don't like recruiting. Can't can't. Yeah. Can't do it effectively. They just can't do it effectively. They can communicate the most complex scheme mm-hmm. and concept offensively, but you, you can't for whatever reason and you can be engaging in in an interview and you can be engaging with people but when it comes down to recruiting and selling your program and selling you and selling your development and you have a track record of developing guys Mm -hmm. and saying you know hey well michael james won the biggest recruit in the world did a pretty damn good job with him at at oregon you know kenyon barner Mm -hmm. did a pretty good job look at the quarterbacks that we had at oregon when i was there did a really good job with those guys one in the NFL for a year uh, before they said, why are you testing our pee every day? <laughs> but not being able to sell everything that you've been able to do mm-hmm. and being as effective of a communicator as these guys are, that's the wild thing yeah. about it. But that is the difference in college football. And that's the thing. is, I mean, football savants aren't good at selling. Yeah. Bill Belichick is not closing deals. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not what he does. There is a... It's it's rare to have that skill set. Even more rare to have that skill set. Look, this is why bag men existed. It wasn't <laughs> just because of the money. Yeah. Those guys, they weren't entrusted just because they knew somebody. They're salesmen. They're salesmen. In their day jobs. Yeah. This is what they do. They are closers. That they understand psychology and people and how to how to appeal to their yeah. most basic wants and needs, make them feel loved, make that's the whole make me feel the love. That's yeah. what it's a real thing. It's dating. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is. Like without getting into too much of it, like this is part of like the, the, the training that I went into when I worked in military intelligence. Those things matter. Building those relationships mm-hmm. and understanding what motivates people. It's not always money. It, sometimes it is very, very, very simple, and people make it much more difficult than it needs to be. But that skill set, number one, again, it's rare. Number two, doesn't usually exist in football coaches at an elite level. Yeah. And number three, takes an obscene amount of time and effort. Yeah, you want to know if a uh... Coach is a good recruiter. Check out how hot his wife is. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> sell, baby. <laughs> Just be able to sell sell and close, right? Mm-hmm. Sales and close. Oh, man. All right, 503-864-6326. That's our recruiting wrap-up. Um, and a great way to end it with, uh, you know, the best way to do it is to 
Hot wives. Hot wives. Mm. There it is. Um, hey, one wrinkle has been added to the Beavs and the Cougs joining the WCC next on The Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, uh, the West Coast Conference has acknowledged the additions of Oregon State and Washington State for 2024-25 and the 25-26 seasons, um, which is huge for the Beavs and Cougs to, to have that landing spot. We talked about this yesterday. It gives you a little bit more stability and your direction i saw yesterday uh, oregon state women they improved to 10 and 0 on the season how about that ruick and his crew got back come babe. let's go but now um there was this uncertainty over what baseball is going to do and now there is like a a, a the idea going around that it may be an open window for baseball yes. to join the WCC if they can't find a better option. Uh, Nicole Hobback is supporting the schools. Uh, Oregon State, Washington State will have 30 days to decide if they want to add baseball to the league or go independent. Uh, CBS is reporting that in baseball, Oregon State is a strong enough program that it intends to play as an independent yeah. in the near term. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but this does Dude, include the awesome. actual window, and I kind of want to see Oregon State play as an independent yeah. and go through and just play Vandy, LSU, Cal State Fullerton. Yep. I mean, just play just powerhouses. Yeah. And I, I like this is the interesting part about it is that like if you look at the West Coast Conference, um, according to RPI, um well, hold on, that that was outdated a year. Um, but it's around like the tenth between the tenth and twelfth uh best conference in baseball. Um this this past season, they were twelfth. In the Mountain West, if you look at them, they're 13th. But maybe are they trying to get into that that Big West for baseball and maybe play like a hybrid Big West schedule? Because Big West would put you in with the Cal State Fullertons, Long Beach States, those types of schools, Mm -hmm. and say, all right, you know, to bump our RPI up, because I mean that's a top five baseball conference. Not just that, sell it, sell it as as your recruiting guys. Stay in independent. Yeah. Hey, come here, play against the best all year, every year. Yeah, I mean, look, think about this though. Like, if you could, if you could play in that Big West hybrid, like you're doing with mm-hmm. football, and say, all right, we want to have some guaranteed um, conference games against Fullerton, Long Beach, Cal Poly, UC Irvine, UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. Riverside, these these decent baseball programs, and then for the bulk of the schedule, say, nope, all right, we're gonna go. And we're going to go play at LSU. Mm-hmm. We're going to have you know Oklahoma State come and, mm-hmm. and play in Corvallis or Coastal Carolina, Vandy, Florida. All of those schools that hang their hat on baseball and say, mm-hmm. "No, we're we're going to go at it." But if you're Washington State, where you're not as secure in your footing, yeah, you may want to join join the conference. Use that 30 day window to figure mm-hmm. out what you want to do baseball wise, and and you can join Oregon State. That would be the most badass thing you yeah. can do because you have a program that can do it. You're a top you were quite literally a top five baseball program in the country. Hands down, no questions asked. You were that program. I just wonder how expensive that would be, 
right? And how, how much money can you get though? Because from doing that, it is one of the few baseball programs in the country that is self-sustaining mm-hmm. and a revenue generator. Yes. And it's not a lot. No, it's, but, it is not a lot. But you're you have that leg up mm-hmm. on what a lot of baseball country programs in the country don't have. Just about every one of them don't have. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, yeah. But that's what happens when you just. In little old Corvallis, you turn a pipeline into Major League Baseball. Yep. All right. Um, hey, this is a good segue because I have a feeling we have some that may chime in. Festivus, the airing mm. of grievances, is on Saturday. This is our last show before we head off for the Christmas holiday or the Festivus holiday. We will have our airing of sports grievances next. Text us, 503-250-1080. The Vancouver Forward text line. Tweet at us, at Danny and Dusty, at Danny Morang, at Dusty underscore Hera, or comment on the YouTube, youtube.com slash 1080amthefan. We want to hear your airing of grievances for the Sports Festivus next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.